Hey, everybody. Really, really, really exciting announcement today. In case you missed it on our Instagram, we announced the location and the dates of our next Rooted workshop. So in case you missed it, we are headed to Hawaii this September, the big island that is, um, September 6th, no, 12th to the 16th. I was going to say 16th to 19th. That's not correct. Um, September 12th to the 16th of this year, we are going to the big island of Hawaii. Um, Alyssa, Shannon, Monique. They're all going to be there. Even Jackie, our hype girl, who's our chef. Um, We are going to have so much fun. I have so many big things planned for this workshop. So um, there is a giveaway happening. Go to our Instagram to get involved in the giveaway where you can get half off on a ticket. So big, big winnings. Um, And also, if you want, there is also a discount opportunity. If you're on our email list, you can get $200 off if you purchase before 10 a.m. on March 9th when tickets go live. So make sure that you get on our email list for that opportunity. Um, and the last big announcement, I know there's so many, there's just so many things happening over at Rooted and I'm so excited. Um, I'm hosting a free workshop in the Facebook group all about this topic a little more, talking about how to avoid being ghosted. So if you have personal questions that you want to ask me, um, that is the place to do it. So get in our Facebook group, Rooted Creative Community on Facebook. And without further ado, I'm going to share with you and tell you my top three tips to avoid being ghosted in this specific episode. And again, we're going to go over it more in the Facebook Live, so get in the Facebook group. But without further ado, let's get it rolling. Hey, I'm Danny Purrington, and you're listening to the Rooted Creative Podcast. I'm an elopement photographer who loves anything grilled cheese and traveling to weird and wild places around the globe. After being an entrepreneur for four years and building a six-figure business that I love running, I'm here to teach you everything from actionable tips on running a successful and thriving business to what's on my heart and how we can continuously seek to glorify Jesus even in our businesses. So here we go. Are you ready? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rooted Creative Podcast. I am Danny Purrington, and if you don't know who I am already, I'd love to give just a quick introduction because it has been a hot second since I have done that. Um, I am an elopement photographer and also a business coach. I have been shooting elopements now for three years, and I've been shooting weddings for six. So I have been a photographer full-time for about six years, which is just wild to me. Um, And I started Rooted back in 2018 when we hosted our first workshop, and now we have a podcast. We are obviously launching our new workshops this year. Today, um, you can go check out where we're going. It's so exciting. And we also have a very other exciting announcement in regards to workshops coming up soon. So if you don't get a ticket to this one, there will be other ones coming this year and I can't wait. But I have been married to my husband for about uh, five and a half years, but we've been together for like 14 years. We just gave birth to our first son, Liam James. He is so adorable. Um, and this is like one of the first episodes back after having my maternity leave. So it's good to be back in front of y'all in front of the microphone. Um, you know, if you could see me, I'm still in sweats. So podcasts are awesome because you don't have to wear anything nice, which is great. Um, and baby's upstairs taking a nap as I record this. So it's just just life is good. Life is good. He's a good napper. Thank God. Um, otherwise I don't know what I would do. Cause 
uh, my husband works 24 hour shifts. And so I am in charge of the little one for a full 24 hours, maybe even 48 sometimes when he works two days in a row. But here we are, and today's episode is very, very well needed. A lot of you guys struggle with this. I've seen this question come up a lot in the Facebook group, and I just thought it would be a really good idea to sit down and give you guys my top three best tips for avoiding getting ghosted by those inquiries that come in. I mean, we hate to see it. We get an inquiry for such an exciting project, whether it's like an elopement in Yosemite, like your dream elopement client or a wedding in Italy, you name it. We respond with our best foot forward, but then we get crickets, no response. We never hear anything and we're disappointed. And I feel you. I hate it. It's so frustrating. So there has to be a way to prevent that from happening, right? And I guess the question we really need to be asking is, are we really putting our best foot forward when we respond to these inquiries? Well, today I'm going to chat briefly about some things that have worked for me and also my students that I have mentored and what you can do to lower that ghosting rate because we hate it. It's awful. We don't want it. So But first, um, I just wanted to remind you, if you want some live interaction on this topic tomorrow um, in the Facebook community where I'll be going live, um, I'm going to be answering these questions and also giving you just more tips and a little mini lecture slash workshop on this topic. So it's going to be really exciting. Make sure you're in the Facebook group, Rooted Creative Community on Facebook. Get involved. Um, And we're going to be going through this tomorrow at 10 a.m. Pacific. Um, And if you miss it, you can also watch the replay. So just get in the group. It's going to be great. And we have some really other fun free workshops coming up. So yeah, just like be in the group. It's going to be great. Okay. But I want to talk through the top three tips that I have found have worked well for me, not only in my business, but like I said, also for my students in their businesses. And I can confidently say that after implementing a lot of these tips, I went from ghosting happening to me, maybe like almost every inquiry to now only happening with me, like every one in five inquiries, because I mean, the ghosting is still going to happen. People don't respond and that's just the way it is. Can't guarantee we're going to get a response from every inquiry, but if we can lower that ghosting rate, that is going to be the best thing, right? Pretty cool. So here are my top three tips. Okay. Number one. You want to respond to an inquiry as soon as you get it, um, like right away. And once you see that inquiry, have some sort of message go out to your inquiring clients so they can hear from you right away. If even if you can't be on your email at that moment, so you don't want them waiting or anticipating your response for too long, because that could be enough time for them to go and inquire with someone else who they hear back from faster. And based on how responsive you are does actually paint a picture of a first impression for them. And we want to make sure that we are giving them our best impression, our best first impression, right? Um, And so even if you can't respond right away, like if you're out, you're shooting a wedding or you're taking the day off, look into having some sort of automated message saying that you got their inquiry and you will respond to them as soon as possible. Um, Another way to respond quicker if you can't is to have a virtual assistant or an email assistant looking out for those inquiries when they come in so that they can respond for you as soon as possible. Um, When I was on maternity leave, I knew 
that I was going to be getting inquiries. I was on maternity leave between like the highest influx inquiry season, which is like January, February, March, right? Um, So I had my virtual assistant looking out for those inquiry emails because I knew that they were going to be coming in and I knew that I wanted to be responding to those as soon as possible. So that's just a little example of the power behind that. And, um, you know, having even like a meeting link in those emails too, which I'll talk about in a minute where they can just set up a meeting right away. You get them on the phone as soon as possible. That's going to be the best way to avoid the ghosting. And also it will actually help your booking rate as well, which is a win-win. Um, so that's number one, respond right away. Number two, you actually want to personalize your initial email response. And so we, we all probably use some sort of template for our inquiries. And if you don't, um, good for you, (laughs) but templates tend to be easier. Um, and, but the, the problem with templates though, is sometimes an email can feel too templatey, if that makes sense. And that can actually be a turnoff for your inquiries, especially if you're marketing yourself at a higher price, right? Because you're, marketing yourself at a higher price, like they are expecting a personalized experience. So if you're giving them just a template response, you might not get a response from them. So it's a good idea to really try and personalize your response email to try and get that response back from them. So ways that you can actually do this are addressing certain details that they shared with you in their inquiry, in their inquiry. So, um, for example, I had This is crazy, but I had an Italy elopement um, inquiry today and she was talking about this specific city and um, one of her favorite memories there. And so I addressed that in my email. I said, oh my gosh, like that sounds like such a special place. You know, I've never been to that city, but I'd love to explore it with you and how special that you're going to have these memories now on top of that. You know, I'm really personalizing that message and, and, making sure that she feels like she was heard and seen because that ultimately that's like what people want. They just want to feel heard and seen. And so if you can do that off the bat in your email, um, you're going to get a higher, um, chance of a response because they feel like you're actually taking the time to get to know them. And, you know, let's say you don't actually have a lot of details in most of your inquiries. Um, consider updating your contact form to have some sort of a personal question. So you can actually use that and utilize it in your response email. So one of the questions I have in my form is like, what was one of the best adventures that you guys have been on? Right. And normally it, it just gets like a great response. Like, oh, we road tripped across the United States and, you know, we went to all of these national parks and blah, 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 blah. And then I can instantly connect with them and be like, oh my gosh, I love Grand Canyon National Park. Like that is such a beautiful place. Um, so is Zion. You know, like you can you can then relate to them and that not only gives a good first impression, but it's going to make them feel, again, seen, heard, like you're actually paying attention, you know, like you want to get to know them and you're excited about them, right? Um, we want to be excited for our clients. And if our client is kind of like, oh, this person just kind of really isn't giving me, they're just kind of giving me the go around. They're not they don't seem very excited to work with me, then, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to get that response that you want. So, um, I always say personalize your email response and not to say you can't use a template, absolutely use a template, but have room in the template for personalized messages. Right. Um, so that's number two, number three, always, always, always end your email with a question or a call to action. And you've probably heard this before, and that's just because it's so stinking important. There's no better way for someone to feel the pressure to respond to you than when you end an email with a question. 
And so think about the next step in your funnel, right? After the inquiry comes in, you probably want to get them on the phone. And if that's not in your funnel, I would definitely say get them on the phone next, right? Um, So as a next step, you want them on the phone. So try ending your email with something like, I have some time to chat tomorrow at 1 p.m. Pacific. Would that time work for you? Can't wait to hear from you, right? Um, And by giving them a specific time too, like that just like puts that pressure on them. And it shows that you're like almost actively awaiting their response for a meeting. So they feel that pressure to respond to you soon too. Um, and, And it will definitely get some type of response. Like, even if they aren't available tomorrow at one, like maybe they'll respond and they'll be like, oh, actually I can't do tomorrow, but I can do Friday, right? Um, And so that's kind of like the mentality we have to have. We have to be trying to elicit that response as much as possible, relating to them, asking a question at the end, leaving it open on their end. Like the ball is in their court. They have to respond to you. And if you put a time crunch on it too, like you say, hey, I wanna meet tomorrow, that puts the pressure on them even further to respond as soon as possible because even if they aren't available, they most people feel the courtesy to reach out and be like, oh, actually, I can't do tomorrow, right? So you definitely want to have some type of call to action. And that's with any email, not just the response email. Um, if this client has not booked you yet, you want to be ending with a question um, every single time, right? Now, the fourth thing that um, I didn't actually write down here because I have my notes in front of me. But this is like just as important. You want to have a follow-up method. Um, And I've talked about this before on the podcast, but you can actually automate this with your client management system, whether it's HoneyBook, Dubsado, Seven Hats, whatever you use. Um, Have some type of a follow-up process so that if you don't hear back from them, you have other methods of reaching out to them and following up. So I have a follow-up email that goes out three days after they inquire and then seven days and then 14 days. Um, each of those ending with a question like, Hey, is there anything I can do to help? Did you get the information I sent over? Can you, do you have any time to hop on the phone this week? Um, that is one of the best ways to prevent people from just leaving you hanging. Because if you just send the inquiry email and then you say, all right, cross your fingers, hope they respond. Like you're not going to have as much of a chance than if you were to follow up, because you have to remember these people are probably really busy people. Um, (laughs) If they're anything like me, I take forever sometimes to respond to my emails or text messages. And so having that reminder or that follow-up makes me feel bad that I didn't respond the first time, but it also reminds me to actually respond to you because I wanted to, right? So follow-ups are a huge part of the process. And if they are not included in your workflow, they definitely should be. Um, And we're going to talk about this more in the live. So there's actually a lot of other factors that can prevent an inquiry from ghosting you. But like I said, sometimes it still happens. If we can lower that rate though, that's what we ultimately want. So these are just my top tips off the top of my head that I think have really worked. Um, so if you want more, the best thing that I can do is encourage you to come to the free workshop that I'm hosting in the Facebook group tomorrow. Um, and that's going to be Thursday, the 24th of February. So be sure to get in on the group. And if you can't watch it at 10 a.m. Pacific tomorrow or be in the live, um, at least you can watch the replay. So definitely get in the group, get involved um, and ask your questions. If you have questions, you can always comment on that post and I will try and address them too, because I know this is like a huge topic for people. Um, and we hate it. We hate to see it. We hate the ghost game, right? So, um, I really hope that this was helpful to kind of get you guys thinking and, um, you know, start implementing some of these things right away. 
and join the Facebook live tomorrow. And I'd love to see you there, obviously, and answer any other questions that you guys have. Um, but that's, that's what I've got for you today. And I don't know, today's such a big day. We announced our next workshop. Um, so I just want to remind you that if you want to come to Rooted Hawaii, um, we do have a giveaway going on and you're going to get half off on the tickets because the tickets are not super cheap. Um, because there's just a lot of expense that comes with hosting a week-long workshop and especially one in Hawaii. So uh, (laughs) there's a little more of a price change from the last workshop. But if you really, really, really want to come, I would say definitely try and get involved in the giveaway. Um, Also get on our email list. And for details about the giveaway, go to our Instagram, which is rootedwrkshp. Um, and then for details on getting on the email list for that initial discount, if you buy on March 9th, when the tickets go live, then, uh, go to our website, which is www.rootedwrkshp and go to our workshops section. You'll see all the info that you need to know there. Um, it's, it's going to be a good one. You guys, I mean, Hawaii is a magical place. Um, I had the honor of going there like six times last year and Every time I was there, I was like, I am so excited to host a Rooted here. It's going to be so much fun. So we're going to the Big Island. Um, It's not one that a lot of people go to, but I can, from experience, tell you it is one of the coolest islands out there. Um, One of my favorites. It it actually has become one of my favorites. That It's tied with Kauai, I would definitely say. Um, But yeah, so make sure you sign up on our email list, get involved in the giveaway and get in our Facebook group for the free workshop. So many things happening. I'm so excited. Thanks again for listening to the Rooted Creative Podcast. Leave a review as always. If this workshop slash uh, podcast just like hits home with you, I'd love to see your review. And until next time, I will see you either tomorrow in the Facebook group or next Wednesday. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Rooted Creative Podcast. Be sure to subscribe for more tips and leave a review to help get the word out about our podcast. Resources and notes about what we talked about today are also available at www.rootedwrkshp.com slash show notes, all for free. I'm so excited you tuned in today and I can't wait to share more with you soon. Until next time and God bless.